Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan, Jonathan Milligan. Welcome to another edition of the Simple Life Habits Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan Milligan. My goal for you is simple. I want you to learn to develop simple habits in your life that lead you on a directed path. We all have a destination, so why not choose the destination? You know, today I'm going to be talking about a subject that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the habit of reading good books. There's so much wisdom for us to draw from by reading experts in different fields of study. I first began developing a habit for book reading when I was in college, and I loved to find some extra time to pick up a book and start to read. If you come by my house, you'll find books, three or four books laying next to my bed. You'll find a couple of books laying next to a chair in our living room. You'll find books laying upstairs all around my home office. At any one time, I'm probably working on a half a dozen books. That's just my personality, and I, anytime I have some extra time, I'm reading and drawing from good books. But the downside that I have noticed for myself over the years is I can have a tendency to read books without really applying what I'm reading. And so today, that's why we're going to be talking about four simple habits that I like to use when reading a good book. And maybe you can begin to apply these to yourself so that when you read a good book, you don't just toss it away, but you actually begin to internalize it and apply it to your life. Now, before we jump into those four habits, I want to talk to you about some specific books that have made the most impact in my life. Now, these books, uh, written by various authors and different subjects, I see them as mentors in my life. Even though they don't know who I am, they have poured into my life. It, these books, I kind of it was hard to develop a short list because there's so many books that I love, and I'm probably leaving out a few good ones, but. I chose these books based on the fact of how many times I've highlighted, underlined, written notes, and been drawn back to, a, to the book to reread it. You know, there's some books that you can just go to the library and pick up, read, gain a little bit of tips, insight, and you're okay with returning it. And then there's those books that you read, and then a couple months later, you want to pick it back up and read it again. Maybe a year later, you think, well, I want to pick up this book and read it again. And it just has so much wisdom for life, for productivity, for the relationships in your life. So I thought I would share those with you. And you're welcome to write these down. If you're commuting, that's probably a bad idea. But I'm going to put the links in, in the show notes so that you can take a look at them later. And if you don't have a must-read list, then I would encourage you, this is a great list to kind of get started. The first and obvious book for me is the Bible. The Bible can, you cannot exhaust the wisdom, 
the principles and insights that the Bible has for living. It's amazing to me just how relevant the Bible is today, even though it was written a long time ago. I'm currently taking my kids one proverb at a time. And even for, you know, they're only eight and 10 years old. And even now there's, they're at their age, there, there's so much wisdom to draw from by just kind of giving them a nugget of truth from the book of Proverbs. Psalms is another terrific book, especially for those who are struggling in life. Life's a challenge. King David wrote most of the Psalms, and I see it as one big open journal that we got a glimpse into reading his private journal between him and his God. The frustrations, the discouragements, the high points, the celebrations, the doubts, the fears. And yet we see how David strengthened himself in the Lord by writing and paying attention to his personal relationship. So the Bible for me will always be one of those books that I'll pick up. Another great book for me that's been a lot is a book called The Power of Focus. This is by Les Hewitt and Jack Canfield. And The Power of Focus really opened my eyes to the power of habits. The first couple chapters is all about how habits determine your future in life. And if you want to know uh, why you got to where you are right now, look in the past at your habits. If you want to know where you're going to be in the future, look at your current habits. Because your habits will determine your future. There's other great things I learned from the book. I've, you know, It challenged you to write 101 goals for your life. And there's many other sections of the book that w- were really powerful to me. But I would encourage you to look at The Power of Focus. Another revolutionary book, the one... And these are books that once you read them, you're changed forever. You can never go back to the way that you lived before because your mindset has switched. You've been influenced in a new way. And in one of those books is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. He really challenges you to think about what side of the quadrant are you on. You know, I was on that quadrant side where I was just, you know, exchanging time for dollars and really kind of aimless in what I was doing, had no purpose, had no leverage in what I was doing. And the rich dad, poor dad principles really helped me get a better financial education, as you would say. Of course, we can't talk about good books and not mention The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. That's a classic. It's one I try to read annually. And I look at it and I assess myself and ask myself if I am living out the principles mentioned in the book. When it comes to productivity, one good book that's influenced me greatly is Getting Things Done by David Allen. He has created a whole tribe of followers that uh, you can easily find uh, on Google. Just type in three letters, GTD. It's an abbreviation of Getting Things Done. And there are hundreds of applications, software applications, that developers and programmers have tried to develop around the concepts taught in David Allen. Now, do I use the entire getting things done system for my own productivity? Not necessarily. But what I have applied to my life is some of the main principles. 
there's too much for that to go over in this short podcast. And we'll probably do a podcast just about this concept. But if you're someone who quickly gets overwhelmed at the amount of work that you have to do, whether it's home, family, work, whatever it is, then I would encourage you to begin soaking in the principles taught in getting things done. When it comes to personal self-development and leadership, John Maxwell is a go-to person. His book, Developing the Leader Within You, is a great place to start. And it doesn't matter so much if you've got an official title of leader, because you can be a leader in your home, you can be a leader at your church, you can be a leader, uh, 360-degree leader in your workplace. And so developing yourself is one of those things that you have to focus on leading yourself before you can ever begin to lead others. And that's what the, the book helps you to do. Uh, when it comes to another one, when it comes to productivity is the power of less. That's L-E-S-S by Leo Babuda. I believe that's how you pronounce it. The Power of Less was an incredible book for me at just the right time. I read it probably somewhere around the 2008-2009 arena when the recession was really beginning to hit. And it was hitting a lot of people that I cared about and in some ways my, you know, myself as well. And I think America in general began to look at how excessive we were being in that what we thought was so important to us in our life really wasn't. And that there were some, there was a need for all of us to simplify life and realize that there is actually power in having less and doing less. We can enjoy the relationships around us when we get rid of the noise in our life. And lastly, another great book that, uh, has profoundly shaped my thinking is the principle of the path. And that's by Andy Stanley. The concept is really simple, but the book is deep and profound. And the idea is that we're all headed on a path. Whether you realize it or not, you're headed towards a destination. And your direction in life determines your destination. You know, a powerful illustration he gives is, You know, if you're in Atlanta, you can't jump on the um, I-75 North. I mean, you could have, he he talks about, you know, you could pack up your car. You could have all the essential tools. You can check the the tire pressure in your car, have your your gas uh, on full. But when you get in the car, if you're wanting to take a trip to Florida, but you instead get on I-75 North, then no matter how good you are at preparing, you're not going to make it to Florida because your direction determines your destination. And it's so true in our own life. The direction, those simple daily habits in our life is what ultimately builds the momentum into propelling us towards a destination. And so if you have those, those bad habits, they begin to multiply until you get a really bad result. But those simple good habits in your life, when you do them every day, can lead to good results in your life. It's a profound principle and one that I believe to be true. 
So those are just a few of the, the books. I would encourage you, if you have, if those are any of those are new to you, add them to your must-read list and go check them out. Check out the library or buy it, put it on your Kindle, begin highlighting it, and you can even begin using some of the habits I'm about to give you when it comes to reading good books. So one of the reasons I saw a need for me to develop some habits in my reading was because, like I mentioned before, I would read a lot of good books, and then I would quickly begin to forget what I just read. So in the moment while I was reading it, I was thinking, I need to apply this to my life, or I need to stop doing this, or that would make a great blog post, or that's a great quote, or what an awesome story. But then I didn't do anything with it. And I'm sure you've been like that as well, where you've read good books, you've been influenced, but you took no action on them. Well, here's four habits I use when reading a good book. Number one, highlight and mark anything that stands out. You know, it's important that you be proactive when you're reading. Have a pen handy, have a highlighter handy, and be ready to highlight and mark anything that stands out. It's important that we begin to apply what we learn because, honestly, knowledge is useless unless it's put into action. See, when you begin to learn to put feet to your knowledge, that's when we call it wisdom. And I want to live this life walking in wisdom. And so that's why I like to have uh, a highlighter, a pen, anything to mark. Now, that's what I do with the physical books. Now, if you have a Kindle then you can do what I like to do, and I use the highlight feature, and I just highlight anything that stands out to me. But that's an important place to start. What I begin to do when I highlight is I also just add a, I add a simple word next to it that puts it into a topic. And this is something I've kind of, I've learned and developed from, um, John Maxwell. He's a master at this, and he's been doing this for years, capturing quotes, capturing illustrations, reading good books. He catalogs them, puts them all into a a resource system for him. So when he's writing good books, he's got these thoughts and ideas of other people right at his fingertips. It's that idea of always preparing, because when opportunity arrives, you want to be prepared. And so Once you highlight or underline it, simply write, uh, maybe sum it up to a topic. Like this is about, this quote I just underlined is about time management. This quote I just underlined is about relationships. Or this quote I underlined is about discouragement or hope or whatever it is that you want to later uh, categorize it as. So that's step one is to highlight and mark anything that stands out. Habit number two is capture the highlights into Evernote. If you're not an Evernote user, then you need to be. If you have read Simple Life Habits blog for any length of time, then you know that I think Evernote is extremely powerful. And here's some of the tips of what I do. And this is what really helps me to go from reading a book to begin capturing what I'm learning. So the, the step what I do is with my hardback books, I photocopy the page where I have highlighted or underlined. 
I photocopy that with my iPad right into the Evernote app. And the reason you want to do that is because the words in the picture can be searched later. So this saves me from having to type everything out. Because what I don't want to do is spend extra time typing every single thing I've highlighted from reading a good book. So when you snap a picture, just simply, you can use an iPhone as well. Uh, you can use any, really any phone that has a, the ability to take a picture. And you can snap a photo of the page that you've highlighted the text and immediately put it into Evernote. And again, I categorize it or tag it by the topic that I'm choosing so that you know later when I do a search, for example, if I want to do a blog post on setting goals, I can type in setting goals in Evernote and I've got all these quotes and illustrations and ideas from other authors that I can use to make my post all that much more powerful. Now, if you're using a Kindle, there's a trick for this. You can actually log into your Amazon account now you have to do this on your computer. Once you log into your Amazon account, there is actually a section for you to go to Highlights. And once you click on that, you can click on the book, and it'll have all of your highlights. So what I do is I simply copy a highlight and copy and paste all of those into Evernote. So I can, once I get done reading a book, highlight everything that I had underlined or highlighted in my Kindle from that book, and I can simply put it into Evernote. So it's all there for me to keyword search later. So that's habit number two. Habit number three, add the things you want to apply to your to-do list. So if I'm reading and there's something I'm thinking, I really need to start doing this. I want to apply this to my life. The only way it's going to get done for me is to actually put it on my to-do list. So I'll just simply write the word apply next to the things I highlight that I want to add to my life. And then that ends up in my to-do list, which is also inside Evernote, which I'll talk about uh, in another uh, podcast of how I do that and get things done. But by putting it in there, I'm going to review it on a regular basis and I'm going to there's a greater chance that I'm going to take action on the item that I want to apply to my life. Then lastly, habit number four, and this is this is for, for, you know, I would say if you go to a conference, a webinar, you're watching a video series online, maybe you're listening to a book on tape, consider using a mind map or workflowy as a capture tool. You can go to workflowy.com. That's workflow with the letter Y.com. It's free to use. And it's a really awesome way to capture information. If you're listening to a podcast, you're uh, at a conference, you are watching a video series online, then you can quickly capture your you know the notes or the highlights you want using Workflowy. And Workflowy works in much the same way as Evernote because you can keyword search everything. Or if you want to stick with one system, you can always capture it in Workflowy, copy and paste it over into Evernote if you would like. Either way, it's a great way to do that. I've also, and for some books, I've just simply mind mapped them so I can get an idea of what the book's about. So if I'm in a chapter, I'll use a node just for that chapter 
and I'll just simply capture things underneath that chapter as well. So as you can as you uh, have heard, there's there's a process that I like to use. Maybe some of that um, is new to you, and you can begin using it. Uh, whatever the habits that you develop, whether it's the ones that I've mentioned or something slightly different, I just want to encourage you to think about. Are you just reading good books just for the sake of reading them? Or are you capturing them? Are you in this habit of preparing, even though you don't know what opportunity may come your way in the future? Learning the habit of preparing and always being prepared uh, can take you to new heights in your life. Because the truth is when the opportunity train shows up, you really don't have a whole lot of time to prepare. When opportunity shows up, it's too late to prepare. You either got to get on or stay off. And so when you read good books, I would encourage you to develop the habit of taking action, capturing those things that, that, that impact you the most, and figuring out a way to apply them to your life. So that's it for now. For more tips and advice on developing Simple Life Habits. Just go to simplelifehabits.com and we'll catch you in another episode.